Welcome to the Spirit of Cinema podcast. Episode 4, Chariots of Fire and Eric's Theme. The year is 1982 and the phone rings in the house early on a Monday morning. It's David telling us they've won the Oscar for Best Film. This was the moment that changed our lives forever. By this time, the music had become the soundtrack du jour for every radio station and every person embarking on their own heroic journey. As with many success stories, its birth was not an easy one. The locations the film sought were not always secured. Shooting on the first day on the beach of St Andrews was scuppered by a hair in the gate, and a pickup scene for Eric Liddell arriving in Paris had to be hastily shot with the contingency fund. It was through Chariots of Fire that I met Vangelis, who took me under his wing and invited me into his Nemo Studios from which most of his seminal albums originated. In the studio was just Van Gelis and a brilliant young engineer named Raphael. The control room was a cornucopia of synthesizers, mixing desks and tape machines with an adjoining room full to the brim of every exotic percussion instrument you could dream of. Van Gelis played them all. Vangelis instilled in me the importance of the instinctive creation, which stood me in good stead for all my subsequent training and keeping that unique artistic flame alight. Vangelis would always say, external success is fickle and fleeting, and that real success is dancing to your own rhythm. After all my orchestral training, I wanted to thank Vangelis for daring me to dream so my arrangements of his compositions are my homage to this unique and brilliant man. As with the film, the main theme had an unconventional birth. Here's Vangelis talking about how the main theme, Chariots of Fire, made it onto the final soundtrack. We almost had another music for this because Hugh Hudson, when he shot this scene, he used one of my other themes and he liked it very much. So, so when he asked me to do the music of, of the movie, to score the movie, he said, you do the rest and we keep, it's yours anyway, we keep this theme for the beginning. And I said, but maybe I can do something else. He said to me, no, you can't beat this one. This is really great. That theme was L'Enfant, the child, originally composed for a documentary, Opera Sauvage. Here's Vangelis again. Okay, so the first theme, it was this. Hugh at the time told me, don't think about the opening. The opening, we have it. <laughs> but do the rest, and I did the rest. And then, in my mind, it was not, uh, I was not very happy. I said, I have to do that, I have to try. And I sat down and that's it. You can hear how Vangelis kept the D-flat ostinato from L'Enfant. The synthesized rising fourths became the rising fifths in the Chariots of Fire main theme. And Vangelis's trademark exotic percussion. And then that became this. I felt, I mean, you know, this, this first uh, scene, you know, the runners on the beach, I felt that this needs some kind of uh, enthusiasm, oxygen, uh, you know, youth, 
Here are the filmmakers, writer Colin Welland, director Hugh Hudson, and producer David Putnam. I'm eternally grateful to Van Gogh. I mean, you could say that 40% of the film's success was the music. Perhaps the single most important element in the film, which blends totally, is the music. I wrote the score, but I was not very happy because I wanted to do something better for the beginning. And then, the last, last, last minute, I succeed to convince Hugh and David to just play the Chariots of Fire we know. And if they like it, they keep the new one. If they don't like it, they keep the old one. Worth mentioning how close it came to not being in the movie at all, the, the very well-known theme, the main theme. Um, we'd actually finished the film. Uh, I'd been working with Van Gogh's for some while, and uh, we had what I thought was a, a pretty good score. Uh, but he was unhappy. His father had died, and he wanted to do a requiem, essentially a requiem for his dad. Uh, and he kept saying, I can do better, I can do better. Anyway, the film had to be made, finished, cut, dumped, mixed. Uh, and we'd finished. So I was having dinner with uh, Patsy one evening uh, in London, and uh, I don't know how he found out what restaurant we are at, but Van Gogh walks in, and he says, David, David, could you and Patsy come out into the car and listen to something? So we, we went outside, sat in the back of his car, and he got on those little cassettes, Phillips cassettes, and in it went. And for the first time I heard, boom, 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 boom. The theme. And every hair in the back of my neck stood up. And I, I knew it was great. When it finished, he said, David, is it too late? I said, yeah, thank God. It, it honestly is too late. The film's finished. Oh, my God, he said. So I tell you what. We still are making the front and end credit sequences, the titles. I said, what I could do is put that theme on the front and the end of the film. Oh, would you? I said, yeah, we can try that. And that's what we did. And that's what makes the Chariots of Fire main theme pretty unusual. It doesn't occur at all in what you term the body of the film. It only occurs at the front and over the end titles. I actually arranged and rearranged this piece several times before landing on the final version. The magic captured in the moment of inspiration is quite different from the process of arranging, scoring and writing the parts for an ensemble. I knew I had to get it right. I've reharmonized the A sections and, as is my style, written a new coda. Vangelis holds the piece on a tonic D-flat ostinato. The rising fifths at the beginning viscerally give us the feeling of heroism, as it has done throughout musical history. Vangelis's genius is his modulation to the third degree of the scale, the F minor, through one of his famous altered dominants built on C major. and effortlessly cadencing back to the A section through A flat. To return to our D flat tonic. The score to Chariots is no one trick pony. Each cue surmising its characters with forensic precision. Let's hear the maestro himself 
talking about the two main protagonists, Harold Abrahams and Eric Liddell. He was a tormented character. He had his own reasons to run, and he had to win, and he did win. And uh, I think he was much more concerned to win. Uh, Little was uh, maybe, you know, more natural to win. The best line of the film, to me, it's that when he says, God make, made me for a purpose, and when I run, I feel his pleasure. I believe God made me for a purpose. But he also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. Vangelis always talked about the importance of recognisable themes, a mantra which I repeat to myself every day. Eric's theme features a simple mordant ornamentation over four notes, and I wanted to turn this into a Chopin-esque piano concerto with all the fire of Eric Liddell's incredible win on that historic day in Paris in 1924. You'll hear, as Vangelis quoted in the score, the Marseillaise, the French national anthem. Vangelis has lived in France for many years and speaks perfect French among many other languages. So this was a natural inclusion for him, which I've echoed in my Olympic ending with cascading piano runs and majestic horns and strings in full flight. Again, Vangelis uses his modulation upper third to the E major this time. such a joy to bring these melodies I heard being brought to life age 11 in Nemo Studios and channeling them through the orchestra. A full circle. Vangelis was delighted with the results when I played them to him in Paris. Here he is on the power of music. And music it's a very is a, is a language of the soul and if you are precise and if you you say the right things with music to the soul then you're going to be understood. Join me next time when we'll be looking at the work of Ennio Morricone on the mission. Until then, stay safe and stay well.